everybody. This is Harriet Nelson. Oh, uh, uh, pardon me, Harriet. Uh, do you mind if I say something first? No, go right ahead. Well, I was going to say, always look to Hot Point for the finest first. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Well, that's what I was going to say. Oh! Well, go ahead. You can say it, too. Oh, I don't think I will. Always look to Hot Point for the finest first. <laughs> Quality Appliances, pioneer and leader in all-electric kitchens and automatic home laundries, present America's favorite family comedy, The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, transcribed and starring the entire Nelson family, Ozzie, Harriet, David, and Ricky. Nelson's asked what he considers to be mankind's greatest failing, invariably says, In my opinion, it's a lack of thoroughness. And Ozzie's right, for even he isn't thorough. If he were, he'd give credit to Theodore Roosevelt, who made the original observation. But anyway, armed with his stolen philosophy, he's blithely applied it to interior decoration, which happens to be the bone of contention in the Nelson household at this moment. I don't know why you want to have the chandelier taken out of the hallway here. Well, because it was never put up with any thought. The whole thing was done with... A uh, lack of thoroughness. My exact words. Lifted from Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> Harriet, the chandelier should never have been put up in the middle of the hall. Well, where do people usually put up chandeliers? Well, there are several schools of thought on, on interior decorating. None of which you went to. <laughs> if I'd been here the day they hung that up... Well, why weren't you? Well, as I recall it, I was busy. You were playing golf. Well, but the thing wasn't out of my mind for a minute. I remember we were on the 18th green, and Herb Dunkel was two feet from the cup, and Jesse was about to putt. I said, I wonder where they're going to put up that chandelier. <laughs> well, that was nice. He missed the putt, and I won a dollar. So I, uh, <laughs> I rushed right home. At 8.30 in the evening. Well, I had to play another round to give him a chance to get even. Look, you know how I hate things that dangle from the ceiling. Well, if you're happy, I'm happy. Well, you don't sound happy. I'll try to laugh it up after I get used to that bare spot in the ceiling. Don't no, no worry, you will. There just isn't enough light in the hall now. No, it's fine. Except uh, over my desk by the stairs. Oh? Yeah. You have some plan for brightening up your little corner? Well, uh, I kind of thought... Uh, well, uh, I bought one. One what? I bought a fixture that'll go right over my desk. How does it get over your desk? Well, it dangles. <laughs> I thought you didn't like things that dangle from the... Well, uh, how else could it be directly over my desk? See, the whole thing is on a long cord with a pulley, and you can move it up and down. You can put the light wherever you want it. I'd like it where it used to be. Oh, Harriet. Who's going to put the fixture up? Well, Mr. Jensen, the man who took the chandelier down. Are we going to have plaster all over the rug again? No, no. I'm going to put the desk in the middle of the hall and move the carpet back. Yeah, I'm taking care of all the details. There'll be no lack of thoroughness here. Uh, Dave, can you come here a minute, please? 
I'm getting ready to park my car. Ricky! I'm upstairs running my printing press. I need some help. Okay. Mom, pop, aren't you? <laughs> you take that in and I'll take this. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Careful the wallpaper. Okay. Yeah, let's put it down right here. Ozzy, you going to be home this afternoon? I want to take the car. Well, I've got to go downtown to pick up the fixture. But, oh, I can take David's car. Well, in case nobody's home, will Mr. Jensen know where to put it up? Well, I'll be home in time. Anyway, I've taken care of that little detail, too. I left a note for him right on the desk. What do you want, Pop? Oh, uh, will you roll the rug back, David? Sure. Hey, Pop, would you like to buy some business cards? Well, I'm not sure. You and that corny printing press. Roll up the rug, boy. <laughs> Here's a free sample, Pop. Oh, well, thank you. Don't put it in your pocket. Read it. I'm a ding-dong daddy looking for a red-hot mama. <laughs> oh, that's right up to the minute. Where'd you find that thing, Ricky? It was next to Pop's picture in his high school annual. Oh. <laughs> the, the editor was sort of a wise guy. <laughs> Here's a pretty popular one. I'm a devil, baby. You mind if I horn in? Ricky, those aren't exactly business cards. They are, if you mean business. <laughs> hey, Mom, when did you clean under this rug last? Just last week. Why? Well, I found this clipping. Oh, oh, uh, that's mine. For one exciting week only, Dawn LaFleur. Uh, let me have that, David. The girl who brings Paris to your hometown. Uh, let me have that, Ricky. The sensational Dawn LaFleur in her Bally High bubble bath. Uh, let me have that, Harriet. <laughs> She's the kind of 3D you like, daring, delightful, deceptive. Uh, let me have that, David. <laughs> wow, pow, mmm, boy. Ricky. That's what it says here, doesn't it, Mom? Uh, let me have that, Harriet. Ozzy, didn't we go with the Randolphs to see Dawn LaFleur last year? Uh, uh, did we? Uh, yes, uh, perhaps uh, we did. And what does she do, Pa? Uh, well, it's uh, nothing. It's uh, uh, sort of an act. Uh, this lady sits in a bathtub full of bubbles. I'd like to see that. Well, uh, I, I don't think it's the kind of entertainment that I'd recommend for you. Why don't you and David go outside? Yeah, come on, Rick. Well, why does it say, mm, boy? <laughs> Ricky, come on. Well, if I'm going down to get the fixture, I'd better get going. What'd you cut this out of the paper for? Oh, just an impulse, I guess. The same impulse that got you up on the stage last year to hold a towel for us? <laughs> well, Harriet, somebody had to hold it up for her so she could step out of the bathtub. She asked for a bald-headed man. Well, they were all there with their wives. I mean, you're so understanding, you know, and uh, <laughs> was all in the spirit of fun. Mmm, boy. Yeah. <laughs> After all, she was wearing a bathing suit. Why, Ozzy, you peeked. <laughs> well, I, I just happened to notice it out of the corner of my eye. Very appreciative, too. <laughs> that I held the towel better than any volunteer she ever had. <laughs> yes, uh, sir. Uh, you know, Harriet, I think I ought to go down and say hello to her just for old time's sake. Don't you think so? Well, if you don't think I should, I won't bother. I didn't say anything. Well, I, it, it's the things you don't say I understand more clearly than the things you do say. Ozzy, you do whatever you want. 
Well, okay, I, I won't see her. I still don't understand why a lady would want to take a bath in the middle of a stage. It's show business. Now get off the fender, I just waxed it. I see you finally got a radio for the old bucket of bolts, huh? Yeah, I picked it up in the junkyard. Why? Four sets of earphones, too. <laughs> I'm going to take those out as soon as I can find a speaker. What's that wire sticking out of the dashboard? What's new? Well, that's just a thing. Leave it alone. What's it do? It blows the car up. <laughs> i got to try that, boy. How about that? My big brother's growing up. <laughs> Go print up some more cards. Uh, Dave, can I borrow your car? Well, gee, Pop, I was supposed to take Nancy Baker for a ride this afternoon. Well, I'll, I'll be right back. Be real careful of it, won't you, Pop? <laughs> uh, David, I've been driving a car for a long while. I think I'm pretty capable. There isn't much I don't know about automobiles after all these years. Pop, you got to turn on the ignition first. Just checking the battery. <laughs> you better pull the choke out, Pop. Oh, aren't you? <laughs> it's the other wire. Oh. Hey, that's a very neat horn, David. Are you calling me, Ozzy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, dear. Honey, my car is out of gas. Uh, well, if I can be... Say, aren't you Dawn Lafleur? Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> I'll bet you remember me, don't you? Well, I'm afraid you have the advantage of me. Oh, uh, well, uh, last year when you were here, you told me I was the best towel holder you ever had. <laughs> oh, you're a... Uh, Ozzie Nelson. Oh, of course. The one with the trembling hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do remember. <laughs> oh, sure, honey. How could I forget you? You were one of the few volunteers I ever had with hair. Oh. <laughs> well, hop in. I'll give you a lift downtown. Mm. This is a real nervous car you've got here, Dad. Oh, well, this is my son. I was just driving along listening to the radio. Don't you want to take off the earphones? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, shall we go? Anytime. Oh, wait. I always get that confused with the choke. Isn't it silly to run out of gas? I told him to fill it up at the garage. Well, it just proves what I always say. Most of our troubles can be traced directly to a lack of thoroughness. Oh, you're so right. Oh, I I'm not taking you out of your way, am I? No, no, no. I'm on my way down to the Emporium to pick up a light fixture for our hallway. Oh, well, I was going there, too. Oh, well, it's a, a small world, as they say, isn't it? <laughs> Just a second, I'll call him. David! Back for me, Mom? For David, do you know where he is? No, I'm printing up some cards. Hey, how many ends 
brother and chicken inspector. David! Uh, yeah, Mom. Nancy Baker. Oh, thanks. Hi, Nancy. Oh, Mom, would you mind? Oh, sure. Oh, hi, Nancy. What? Who's a skunk? I know I promised, but I couldn't. Who saw me where? With who in my car? But I've been here all morning. Honest, I have. Mom. What's the matter? Well, Nancy must be crazy or something. She says Vivian O'Connell saw me having lunch in a drive-in with that bubble bath girl. Well, that's ridiculous. Your father has the car and he... Date, I'll talk to her. Get me off the hook, Mom. She thinks I'm a skunk. Hello, Nancy. Oh, you're wrong about David. He's been here all morning. It must have been some other skunk. <laughs> oh, that's all right, Nancy. But do you mind if David calls you back? I may be using the phone for the next hour or so. <laughs> We'll be back in just a moment. Now, we pull back the curtains on something entirely new. Announcing the most complete electric range ever made. The most complete electric range Hotpoint has ever built. And Hotpoint, remember, has built more electric ranges and built them for more years than any other company. Hotpoint. First, with push-button controls. First, with built-in automatic French fryer. First, with every basic improvement in electric cooking, presents the brilliant new Hot Point electric ranges for 1954. The world's first with every proved modern cooking aid, including Hot Point's exclusive new automatic golden griddle. Sensational new Hot Point Dial a Heat Control that lets you dial the exact shading of heat you want from hottest hot to barely warm for every surface cooking job. Built-in automatic French fryer. New super-fast Calrod Golden Broiler. Giant Hot Point Super Oven. You'll find all these plus dozens of other great features in these new ranges by Hot Point. The company that offers the right range and price for every family's needs. See these remarkable new Hot Point electric ranges at your nearest Hot Point dealers. Uh, wouldn't you like to have me carry some of those packages, honey? Oh, uh, uh, no, uh, but would you mind calling me Ozzy? Sure, Ozzy, honey. <laughs> but that's an awful pile of packages. You can't see your face. Well, I don't mind. Uh, you're not embarrassed about being seen with me, are you? Oh, no, 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 <laughs> Are you sure your wife won't mind, honey? No, no, of course not. Uh, just as long as she doesn't know. I mean, uh... <laughs> As long as I, I, I picked you, uh, I, I mean, I, I'm sure she'll never... Well, what a silly question. <laughs> Let's go over to the stocking counter. I need some new stockings for my act. Well, isn't there something you need in the hardware department? <laughs> May I help you? 
No, uh, no, it's not me. It's... <laughs> yes, yes, I'd like to see some stockings, dearie, size nine. Well, here's our latest shade. We call it champagne. Give you sort of a bubbly feeling, doesn't it, sir? Uh, bubbly? <laughs> well, she'd know more about that than I would. I. <laughs> well, sir, you know a woman dresses for her husband. No, uh, she doesn't. Uh... Uh, have you got any open neck stockings? Open neck? <laughs> the long ones that go all the way up to here. you pick up the packages. No, that's okay. I'll, I'll uh, get them. Your hand shaking again? It comes, it goes. Just a moment now. Oh, here. Is this what you mean? Yes, yes, those are fine. Uh, give me a half a dozen pair, please. Uh, honey, I'll be right back. Oh, uh, fine, fine. Oh, Mr. Nelson. Oh, well, uh, hello, Mrs. Crookshank. <laughs> going to buy some stockings. Are you getting some for Harriet? Oh, yeah, Harriet always buys her stockings here, yes. I... Oh, I wish my husband would do that. How do you know what kind to buy? Uh, well, uh, Harriet never changes her stockings. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, she always buys the same kind. It's, uh... I'm sorry, but we only have five pair of net stockings that come all the way up to here. <laughs> Mr. Nelson... Your hands are shaking. You think that'll be all right with your wife? Oh, yes, yes, just to wrap them up or put them in a bag, just anything. Oh, well, I thought Harriet wasn't here. Is Have they got my stockings yet, honey? Well, yes, uh, they'll be right here. Uh, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, uh, this is Mrs. Crankcase. Oh, <laughs> This is uh, Crookshank. This is Harriet's, uh, uh, Harriet's uh, the sister, so to speak, uh, uh, Dawn Lafleur. Nice to meet you, dearie. Oh, I thought your sister's maiden name was Hilliard. Uh, no, Schweibacher. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> she changed it when she got married. Uh, <laughs> I must call Harriet up this afternoon and invite you two over for tea. Oh, no, uh, I'll have uh, Harriet call you. Well, uh, 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 come on, uh, sis. <laughs> I haven't got my stock. Yes. Uh, here oh. they are. That'll be $53.17, including tax. Oh, uh, could you loan me $40, Mr. Nelson? Oh. Honey. Oh, uh, $40 uh, was a fixture with it. <laughs> oh, well, that's all right. I'll be glad to lend Harriet sister the money. The, no, uh, here it is. Uh, oh. oh, thanks, honey. You're a real doll. Yeah, I, I certainly am. Well, uh, we have to be running along. But I still have to buy some towels. No, no, not now. Later. Hello? Oh, hello, Mrs. Cruikshank. Well, there wasn't anybody home this afternoon. I was out at the golf course. To tea? Well, I'd love to. My sister. Which sister is that? <laughs> Ozzie? Buying stockings at the Emporium? Well, I haven't seen her lately. What does she look like? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, what did Ozzy look like? Hey, Anna. Oh, hi, Thorny. I can't talk to you now. I should have been home three hours ago. Some dish you're with in the Emporium. The Emporium? Ah, wasn't that Dawn Lafleur? 
Oh, yes, as a matter of fact, it was. Mm, boy. No, 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 no. Look, Barney, it was all perfectly innocent. I'm listening. Well, wipe that smug smile off your face. I was driving into town. I saw her standing beside her car, and she seemed to be in trouble, so I stopped. Backed up two blocks and offered to help. <laughs> well, what would you have done? <laughs> Wouldn't have taken me two blocks to find the brakes. <laughs> I was driving David's car. So she was going shopping, and I was going shopping, so we went shopping together. It, it's a... Uh, you going to tell Harry about that? Well, it's a perfectly logical story. What's wrong with it? <laughs> Look, Oz, put yourself in Harriet's place. Imagine coming in with a story like that. Well, it's the truth, and I've got to tell the truth. Look, Oz, old man, hasn't Harriet ever come home with a new hat, and you've told her you liked it? Yes. Well, that's not telling the truth. What do you suggest I tell her? Oh, we'll think of something, Oz. Well, it can't be just any old story. Harriet's pretty smart. Yeah, but she must have a weak spot someplace. Otherwise, why'd she marry you? <laughs> I mean, we, we've got to think out every detail. As they always say, a, a lack of furnace. Don't worry, Colonel Roosevelt. We'll charge together to the top of San Juan Hill. <laughs> I don't know, Thorny. I just don't think this is going to work. Don't worry. I'm right with you. Come on. Uh, Harriet! Not here. Let's go, Thorny. <laughs> Harriet! Ozzie? No, uh, I'm home, dear. Well? Well? <laughs> well? <laughs> I guess you've been wondering where old Oz was this afternoon. <laughs> no. Uh, go ahead and tell the story, Oz. Well, I was driving downtown <laughs> by the fixture, and I remember it was Saturday. Every Saturday I play golf with my regular foursome, except when it's too cold and uh, nobody plays golf. <laughs> no point in playing golf when it's too cold. Uh, I'll buy that. <laughs> well, wouldn't you know old Al that forget all about the fixture and head for the golf course? <laughs> for the golf course, yes, sir. <laughs> without your clubs? Uh, the clubs? Yeah, they're in the closet. How'd you play without them? Uh, uh, how did I, uh, play without them? Oh, you can always borrow them from the pro. Uh, borrow them from the, from the pro. Did you? Uh, uh, well... Well, of course he did. Of course he did. I was just asking. Oh. <laughs> oh, the old foursome teed off. Teed off. You always play with Joe Randolph, Pat Kelly, and Dr. Brown, don't you? Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> on the first hole... Right after you left, Joe Randolph called up and said they weren't going to play today. So on the first hole, I decided to play by myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Oz. Uh, tell us some of the details of the game. Yeah, uh, details of the game, sure. Uh, 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 details. I uh, uh, played the first three holes in par. Uh, on the fourth, though, I got into a sand trap. Yeah, shake some sand out of your cups for her, Oz. Uh, what, oh, uh, sand. Uh, uh, then, then on the uh, fifth hole... Funny I didn't see you at the golf course. On the fifth hole... Are you there, Harriet? Yes, I was. Oh, well, you probably didn't notice Oz with all the other golfers. All the other golfers. See, they all dress the same. <laughs> you were dressed the same as the other golfers? Well, of course. Well, no wonder I didn't notice you. Today was Ladies' Day. <laughs> ladies' Day? Mm-hmm. There weren't any men at the club at all. Oz, you ought to be ashamed of yourself telling Harriet a story like that. Now, just a second. You're getting Barney. me involved in it, too. So long, Oz. Goodbye, Benedict Arnold. <laughs> Harriet? Harriet? 
Look, I was driving downtown to get the fixture. I saw a girl standing beside her car, so I stopped and I backed up two blocks. I mean, I... <laughs> she had to go shopping, I had to go shopping, so I took her along with me, and then it took longer than I expected, and it was Dawn Lafleur. Oh, that's interesting. That's what happened. I believe you. Why aren't you a little jealous? Well, of course not. Why should I be jealous of my own sister? <laughs> Harriet. Come on in the front hall, dear. What for? You'll see. Who put the chandelier back in the middle of the ceiling? Mr. Jensen. Looks nice, doesn't it? But I left him a note saying I wanted the fixture directly over my desk. And you left your desk right in the middle of the room. Well, why didn't you stop him? I was at the golf course. When I got home and saw the hole he'd made in the ceiling, I thought he might just as well put the old chandelier up. Well, there still isn't enough light for my desk. Flip the switch, dear. Hey. Well, the hall is three times as bright. What did you do? Put bigger bulbs in. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> you were too busy quoting Theodore Roosevelt. Sit down at your desk. Hey, it's perfect. What's this on the wall? I never noticed this before. Maybe it was too dark. No, no, no. This motto wasn't here before. Well, Ricky printed it for you. Sir Walter Scott said it, but it seemed appropriate. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. <laughs> Hello? Us? Oh, it's you, you rat. Is everything? Fine, but let this be a lesson to you, Thorny. As I always say, oh, what a tangled web we weave when... Harriet, turn the light back on. Dorothy and Harriet will be back in just a moment. Say, Harriet asked me to tell you how she bakes pancakes fast enough to keep up with the appetites of Ozzy, David, and Ricky. The big golden griddle on her new hot point push-button range is the answer. Makes eight pancakes at a time. Provides extra cooking capacity, too. For even while the golden griddle is in use, you still have all four Calrod instant heat surface units at your command. And while we're talking about the new 1954 hot point ranges, let's not forget those two ovens and two broilers Harriet is so proud of. They really take the pressure off when you're preparing company or holiday meals. But I know you'll want to see the new 1954 Hot Point Ranges for yourself. And particularly, you'll want to inspect the new Golden Griddle. So look in your classified phone book for the name and address of your nearest Hot Point dealer. His store is headquarters for quality appliances at reasonable cost. kitchen. Just getting some milk out of the refrigerator. Where have you been? Downtown shopping. I thought you didn't have any money. Oh, Miss LeFleur returned your $40, and since you didn't need it for the fish... Oh, 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 that's perfectly all right, dear. Uh, what did you buy? Stockings. You like them, dear? They come all the way up to here. <laughs> I'll help you mop it up. The 
Adventure of Ozzie and Harriet is brought to you subscribed by Hot Point Quality Appliances, pioneer and leader in all electric kitchens and automatic home laundries. Next week, Ozzie and Harriet will be brought to you by Antizyme, the first all-day anti-enzyme toothpaste. Appearing in support of Ozzie and Harriet were their two sons, David and Ricky, Barbara Eiler, Paula Winslow, John Brown, Shirley Mitchell, and yours truly, Vern Smith. Original music was composed by Billy May. Be sure to watch the Nelsons on television, too. The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet is the TV comedy hit of the season. I'm sure our teenage listeners will be pleased to know that there's a wonderful group of pictures of all the Nelsons in the current issue of Seventeen magazine. There's also a fine story written by David Nelson. This program came to you from Hollywood. This is ABC Radio Network.